0: From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Stepping up, stepping up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't
1: talk to him, he's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me.
0: With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell
1: you something
0: right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garbaldi. This week, we sit down with Real Housewives of New Jersey star, Dolores Catania, who revealed how she really feels about the girls judging her relationship with David, her thoughts on Melissa and Joe's relationship, and if she sees wedding bells in the future for Teresa Judice. It has been a season so far. Oh my God. (laughs) When we were filming it, I said, this is
1: gold. This is really gold.
0: What made you kind of feel like that during the season? Like, was there like specific moments that you were like, oh, wow, this is like you said, TV gold. Well, the first episode really set the pace for the season, of course. And then
1: just one thing after another, we all had our moments, Mm -hmm. we all had our personal issues. And I liked that it was just us, you know, It wasn't a European trip and it wasn't, we were in Jersey. We were at the Jersey shore. That was our cast trip. There wasn't a big event. So a lot of stuff happens at these big events. There was nothing like that to feed off of, but it was just us. And that's what I love the most because everybody really got to see our dynamics and what we're going through in our families and relationships and relatable stuff.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think everything it has been super relatable. Do you think it almost brought you closer together as a cast because you didn't have any of these like outside distractions and you kind of could just focus on the friendships?
1: I do. And that's a really good point. I do believe that um, we focused on our friendships and we focused on our friends that watch us. Mm -hmm. I don't call fans. I call them friends Mm -hmm. because that's who they are to us. And I can can tell you that they really got closer to us because they were really in our family lives. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them can relate. Like Jennifer's family dynamics, like her mom and going through stuff with her mother and Me in my relationship, and the Gorgas having their things, Mm -hmm. and Jackie, and just Margaret and her book, and really talking about her life was Mm -hmm. unbelievable. And then to see Teresa starting a new chapter in her life, which is so I'm so happy for her, and it's such Mm -hmm. a great thing, and she deserves it, and she's been through so much. So it's it's, I'm looking forward to next season.
0: Definitely, me too. And I'm well, I can't wait for the rest of the season to unfold because the past, I mean, the past few episodes, the women have taken quite an interest in your relationship with David. I mean, were you so shocked that they were talking about you behind your back? And like, which one of the women surprised you the most?
1: Um, I think that, uh, like as friends, I was really shocked to see that they talked about my business. Mm-hmm in mixed company it wasn't just amongst themselves and they all have the right because we're so close to have opinions about my life mm-hmm. but don't take it to a petty level and that's where I got upset yeah I forgive them but mm-hmm. I got them
0: yeah I mean what was your reaction when Joe or what was going through your mind when Joe Gorga said that you were a broken woman
1: you know Joe has his own language and I know it's um, I know Joe and I have known him since he's a little kid. Like I'm talking little, we were young, we were mm-hmm. in the same neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> what was going through my mind was, he, it was just Joe talking, it's the way he speaks. I can handle him. Not everybody can handle that, mm-hmm. but uh, I can handle Joe. And on the heels of that though, but I'm not broken. And I know that, but on the heels of that, then Melissa's like, well, I just want to let you in on something we took a little poll why you weren't here. And then I went nuts. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, 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 no. Now I got a problem.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, what was David rea- David's reaction when he watched back that episode? Um, David doesn't say much, you know, <laughs> he doesn't get fazed
1: by it. As you can see, not soon after that, Joe Gorga did need him and he got to meet them and they got to meet him and Uh, They have a different opinion of him now, so stay tuned on what they have to say about him at the reunion.
0: Oh, good. So it seems like things have kind of shifted a little bit then. Yeah, I think people needed
1: to get to know him to understand more. Mm -hmm. And his first love is his job, and I respect that so much. I don't need to be the focus of him because then when you're the focus of the person in the relationship, when they focus solely on you, it's hard for you to grow. And I've grown so much being in a relationship where I have the freedom that I have. And I I think that people just really didn't understand that.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jackie said that you are, or she said that you were kind of rationalizing not getting a ring because you wanted it and now you don't. I mean, what was your reaction when she said that? And, you know, what shifted from the reunion last year to to this year? I think it was misunderstood. So the reunion last year was,
1: I was mad more for David. Like, Mm -hmm. as a friend to David, I would have said, you need to, like, tie this girl down. I mean, you need to get engaged because there's a a different degree of accountability and a shift in the relationship where moving in with him meant I would expect to be home when he gets home, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would be giving up some of what I built. So I wasn't mad. I I was more mad for him, but I wasn't mad, per se, about not getting the ring. Mm -hmm. It was more like geez, David, what are you doing? You got this girl here and like, she's a great girl and she's everything you could ever want. Mm-hmm. You should get it while you can because in that moment that I was like, oh, wow, I, I'll i do this. It's been mm-hmm. 22 years since I've been married. Yeah, That's a long time. I got divorced when I was 28 years old. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get married more than once, more, you know, after the divorce of getting, you know, I didn't, I never settled and I never just said, okay. But you know, it was on the heels also of being an empty nester. Mm-hmm. right and I wasn't I almost became a codependent person almost <laughs> like wow my kids are gone I need something here in my house I can I be alone can I do this and he did me the biggest favor because I realized that I can and I like it yeah so now the dynamics have changed a little bit like now I'm not so sure I I would want it I would have liked it I, you know um I would have moved in, but it just didn't happen that way. But I'm okay with it. Right. Do you think the relationship- would have of- the transition. That statement made me a little upset because life is not about always where you're going to sit and like transition. I didn't have to transition. The next day I woke up
0: and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. now it's time to just take a different road. Sure. I mean, do you think the relationship, if he proposed- you know back then the relationship and you moved in and all this stuff do you think the relationship would have survived or do you think that this is what makes it work um i think it would have survived yes
1: mm-hmm. but it, it still could survive without that okay it's just in a different way
0: sure i mean if he was to propose tomorrow would you want that or do you or are you well, fine now,
1: with not having that I mean, of in your life like i would ask for different things like back then i would have just mm-hmm. been like okay let's do this and then now i would say listen I would want more t- more of your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of time to think, and um, I I've gotten used to the freedom mm-hmm. that I have now without the kids, without responsibilities, without accountabilities. So I I don't know. Maybe I'd get married and live separate. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Whatever. I would never think like that was an option. Mm-hmm. When I first got married to Frank, I didn't know that there was an option to live a life without being married. It was the way I was raised. You graduate, um, you become a wife and a mother. And that's really just the only mentality I knew. But now there's a different, I grow so much from freedom. You grow so much and you learn so much more about yourself. So I've learned a lot about myself and had a lot of time to think about things.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's so true. You can redefine what relationships mean for you and what works for you. Yes. And is that the most frustrating thing? Because these women, like you said, are so like, okay, marriage, kids, career, everything like that. And it's kind of all like wrapped up in this little bow and they kind of can't wrap their minds around your definition of a relationship.
1: I'm, I'm actually a little bit shocked, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm a very traditional person, but I'm open to new things Mm -hmm. and, and I've learned so much from it. Like had I not gotten divorced, I would have never... I wouldn't be where I am now and who I am now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, I, I've seen that life things happen in life for a reason. And, you know, whatever reason it is that I'm in this position in my life. I mean, I'm living in this beautiful place. I have this great townhouse that I'm living Mm -hmm. in now. My house isn't done. And I'm saying to myself, like my whole life was, Oh, I want my dream house. I'm going to build it. I'm going to put in a pool. I've waited 50 years to have a pool and, Mm -hmm. All these things, and my kids are grown, and everything's going to me, me, me. But now I'm like, well, maybe I don't want that house anymore. Maybe I'll just give it to my kids. Oh, really? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm li- liking this. Like, look at this. Like, That's I'm, beautiful. I live at the Alexa in Montvale. Gorgeous. I, I'm kind of like thinking I might want to stay here. I don't know what life brings. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know how you're going to feel. What you wanted at in your 20s, you don't want in your 30s. What you mm-hmm. so being married um like being divorced for me i thought was the end of my life it was the beginning of my life
0: mm-hmm. yeah no totally what was your reaction when the psychic predicted that david wasn't your soulmate i feel you, like, do you believe in that no
1: mm-hmm. I, I do believe there are soulmates in this world i'm i believe you could walk in a room and see a person and say i'm going to marry you and get married and or feel like a connection with someone that you've walked in a room and fell in love at first sight mm-hmm. that to me yeah that's a soulmate but but that's not everywhere and, and a relationship doesn't have to be that to work. You mm-hmm. work on things, you grow together or you don't, or you just enjoy each other's company and there's a companionship. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like the soulmate that everybody throws around. I mean, how many, I can tell you, a lot of people that date, they'll look at the person and go, oh, you're my soulmate after like a month, okay? That is, to me, words mean so much. Mm-hmm. There's a really strong meaning behind saying somebody's your soulmate. So not that you can't love someone anyway, you know, a relationship, like I said, I like having to work at something and I like growing and getting to know somebody and not just being like, oh, this is it, no, I'm in,
0: I'm in. I would have been married 25 times if I did. Right, (laughs) totally. What do you think, um, do you find it ever annoying that fans want you and Frank to get back together? He said on Watch What Happens Live that he actually enjoys it, but what is your reaction? We both get a kick out of it. Mm -hmm. Him and
1: I actually, he just called me and said, did you see all the comments underneath our picture? Like everyone loves us and everybody wants us to be together. We are together. Mm -hmm. We really are. We never separated, even though the divorce which I hope I could write about someday so that people can understand that you could still have a relationship with someone. Life is constantly changing mm-hmm. no matter what happens. And if you come to my house on a holiday, you'll probably meet a few of my ex-boyfriends.
0: <laughs> I love that so much. I, I mean, you, have, you guys have the best co-parenting relationship friendship that I think we've ever seen. <sighs>
1: Thank you. And I, I want so many people to see that even if you weren't married and you broke up with someone, you know, resentment and and hanging on to what you wanted that relationship to be is such an anchor. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, life is not scripted. You, tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that it's constantly changing and you have to roll with it. You know, you don't have to sit there and go, I need to transition into the next, no, no. You get up, you pick up your pants, you put mm-hmm. your big girl pants on and you say, okay, well, let me just take a different turn now. Yeah hmm
0: definitely. And fi- we finally got to meet, you said, Teresa's boyfriend. We finally get to meet him on the show after all this time. I mean, what was it like for you meeting him, and what was your first impression of Louis?
1: Louis, wait till you meet Louis. Louis is an angel, like a piece of heaven. He is, even his voice. Like, Teresa called me last night after, you know, during the show, just to check on me, because that's what you do when, you, when you're a friend. I've even called Leah from... Real Housewives of New York at times I'm like okay it was a rough episode like when she first started and her and I had bonded over that and uh, you know we call each other we're like I know it was rough it's okay are you all right are we good you just watched it are we like good (laughs) each other I know we've spoke since but are we still good and that's what we do anyway I could speak for us and Teresa called me last night she's like okay and she was with Louie and I and I was like oh yeah no I'm good and then I heard Louie's voice in the background I was like
0: I love it. I'm like, I don't know what to say to him. He's so perfect. He's so cute. That's amazing. I mean, do you do you think or hope marriage is in their future, or is that what she wants? I see a marriage there and Mm I see
1: potential for so much and a life together. And Mm -hmm. I see a lot of love between them. So I'm really hopeful and and really optimistic about what's going on there.
0: Were you surprised that she was able to keep him a secret for so long? And did you have any inkling? I knew she was
1: very happy and she had a Mm -hmm. different glow about her. She even looked prettier to me. So, Mm -hmm. um, and there was some buzz and chatter about it, but I almost didn't want her to tell me because she wasn't comfortable enough to talk about it. Mm -hmm. She just, I understand it. You know, it's hard to talk about your feelings. You can't even, for people like Teresa and I, it's hard to even articulate how you're feeling. Right you feel vulnerable. You feel silly. You feel embarrassed. Like even when I cried, when the psychic said, talked about my dog, I was embarrassed. I just wanted the scene to end. Mm -hmm. I, I, and I thought about what is it going to look like? My family's never seen me cry. I was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a weird thing. I don't know how to explain it when you're not used to showing your vulnerable side because life makes you have to like be hard sometimes with the things that are dealt to me and Teresa. So, uh, her, her being giddy and in love, and and just a soft side, and I love to see it. And it's okay, it's safe because I I love this guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Is he has Frank spent time with him? Is he part of the guy the guy group yet? Him and Frankie are inseparable. Really,
1: mm-hmm. Frankie looks up to him. Uh, he's you know Frankie thinks he's the greatest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. Um, he did meet uh, he he's met some of the castmates. Yes, and. Um, he's just a great guy He's charismatic He's bright He's successful He's good looking
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like Teresa got Which she deserved Yeah And he's good with the girls too He's good with kids Like even yeah.
0: like I see like with my Frankie Yeah He's good yeah. That's he's good a Gentle man That's great Were you surprised That he was the one That kind of wanted to go down And meet Joe Judice And you know Kind of introduce himself Or is that just kind of His character That's what a man does mm-hmm. So not- Surprised. Yeah, definitely. And then obviously, you know, Melissa and Joe have had their ups and downs this season. Has that been difficult for you to watch? And do you think that Joe can change his ways? And is that relationship, can it survive if he doesn't?
1: Yes, I um, I don't see a lot. They're going through something where she's growing and he's afraid of losing the traditional marriage, which it's mm-hmm. not. Once he realizes that even letting her grow isn't going to change the love that they have for each other. He just has—he's scared, you know. Joe Joe has his in, my, in his mind what life is supposed to be like, and he's starting to realize. I I got learned it at a young age. Right, life is constantly changing, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it.
0: Right. I think if I recall correctly, like, you know, when he was talking to you at the party about your relationship, it was almost kind of like he was projecting things that he probably wanted to say to Melissa. Did you, do you still feel that way? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what do you think? I mean, what do you think that he was trying to say to Melissa in that moment?
1: He was trying to say like, well, he was saying to me, I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he was talking to Melissa subliminally on purpose. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about his thoughts like he was saying to me you don't want that freedom you want someone right. to, to be on top of you and you want a man to pull you back and you want this and uh, he was just trying to say you don't how could you want that and then explained why he is the way he is with her because she, he's like he can't understand why somebody would want that mm-hmm. it's still a sign of love it doesn't mean somebody loves you any less because they give you the freedom in a relationship Mm -hmm. No, definitely. The person's secure, like David Principe.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you think that they're secure in their relationship now? No, I think they're secure. I think that they're
1: okay. They'll be Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it was was hard to see. Mm -hmm. But I, I always had a lot of faith that
0: they would get through it. Definitely. I know that you, the, you guys have filmed the reunion and I know you can't tell me anything about it, but, but it, what were you most looking forward to to kind of, you know, setting the record straight on? Was it the whole, you know, uh, them talking about your relationship with David or was there something else that you were like ready to like go in there with? Uh... No, I
1: wanted everyone to understand where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, well, you said you wanted this. I didn't say I wanted it. I said it was something that should have, should happen if I'm going to take the next step right so i could have taken either road my life was at a crossroads like here i am but it was the best thing because again you have to really think don't ever make a decision in a vulnerable time it was a very vulnerable time when my kids left they both left for college she left for vet school and he left for college on the same day i'm a single mother for 22 Mm -hmm. years my kids were my shadows i never left them i was always with them Mm -hmm. i didn't take trips like Like they didn't go away to camps. Like we were always together. So I was vulnerable when they left. I I felt like my sense of purpose was gone. Like I'm not taking care of them every day. And that was a really vulnerable time for me. Yeah. So I'm not so sure like wanting it was the thing. I just thought that like, that was the next step. Like I, you know, I wasn't thinking in my right head, like, okay, um, even if we were engaged, maybe I don't have to move in. Sure. Yeah, no, it definitely. That's, that's my way of thinking now. Like I've realized like it, did, it doesn't have to be that way.
0: Mm-hmm. What are, are, I mean, what can you tease us about the reunion? I know, like I said, you can't say anything. A lot of fighting right out of the box. <laughs> oh, geez. The
1: reunion is definitely um, par for the course of the season.
0: Nice. So we'll leave it at that. All right. Well, Dolores, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you taking the time as always. And like I said, it's such a fantastic season. I can't wait to see the rest of it play out. I appreciate it. Thanks thank you. for having me. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Around with the Housewives. But if you need your Housewives fixed before then, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered.